Hello from Boise, Idaho. This is Extra Credit, uh, the Idaho Education News' brand new podcast. I am Kevin Richard. And I'm Clark Corbin. And welcome to our first show. And uh, you may be wondering, what have you stumbled on and why are we doing this? Good questions. Let's uh, get into that. Well, I just thought with all the saber-rattling and the trash-talking on social media on Twitter that it was time for us to actually uh, just let it happen. Um, We didn't (laughs) want to walk away from a podcast war, basically. No, uh, but I think more seriously, uh, it gives us a chance to offer our regular readers a different way to stay engaged with education news, and that's going to be our goal, is every week on Friday... Uh, to produce a new podcast that's going to talk about the big stories of the day, we want to let you in on some insights from the state house, give you some news from your local classroom, and I think that you know what we've learned with the popularity of Serial and the Point of Personal Privilege podcast, even at an Idaho level, is that this can be a format uh, where you can engage with people and they can stay up uh, to date, and, and they're becoming very popular. But I'm curious. Kevin, just real quick, what what are you hoping to accomplish with extra credit here? Well, I think what we're going to try to do here is uh, we're going to try to provide some content and some context uh, behind our stories. You know, maybe give you a little bit more of the story behind the story, some of the uh, the insights that uh, maybe didn't quite make it into the stories themselves, and, and also try to look ahead. You know, we're going to try to look not only at the week in review, but try to spin the story forward to let you know what to uh, watch out for in the weeks and the months to come. Speaking of the weeks and and months to come, let's get right into it. Uh, We have a huge week ahead just in time for uh, our podcast to launch, but uh, next week we've got a big speech and a big week ahead. Uh, Tell me what's on tap. Well, this is the beginning of the legislative session. Uh, No better time to start uh, a podcast than when we have uh, the legislature coming to town and education coming into focus. It all starts Monday afternoon, as as most of you know. Governor Butch Otter will deliver his uh, State of the State address. He'll talk about uh, education and lay out his uh, version of an education budget for 2016-2017. Now, he talked a little bit about this on Thursday. We were there, a legislative preview that was sponsored by the Associated Press. And governors never like to talk about their budget until they release their budget and discuss it uh, and, and unveil it to legislators. So not a lot of numbers. A couple of broad hints that uh, uh, he's looking to maybe come up with some funding uh, that might help alleviate some of the pressure on local school districts. Uh, And not a whole lot of sense from him that we're going to see a big push on tax relief. So that, uh, that may lead to more available money and less of a fight over school funding. The story I did this week was you know, coming out of that meeting on, on Thursday, listening to the governor, listening to legislative leaders, everybody seems to be on the same page for now anyway about trying to give education another uh, fairly significant boost in funding. Now, you know, we'll wait and see how it really plays out, but the early indications are uh, they're in a spending mood as far as uh, K-12 is concerned. Right. Speaker of the House Scott Bedke said that it was a foregone conclusion, that it was a given, uh, that when Idaho lawmakers return, they will continue to fund the career ladder. That's the massive teacher salary plan uh, that was passed last year. So they said it was a given. Uh, Continued funding of the teacher salary plan, another boost in spending for K-12 education. But when we talk about state of the state, just give me a little insight into what that is, Kevin. 
seven. Is that sort of similar to the State of the Union address that we see the president give every year with the pomp and circumstance? Or what's Monday going to look and feel like? Well, it's always a little bit ceremonial. I mean, it's the kickoff to the legislative session. It's uh, the governor's uh, big speech, basically, not only to legislators, but to the state. It's telecast across the state. The big difference, though, between a State of the Union and a State of the State, as we do it now, this is also the day that the governor will present his budget. It will become public record. It will be out there. What happens to that budget is uh, you know, up for grabs. We'll find that out as the legislature starts to dig into the numbers. But the meat behind the speech is the budget presentation, and that's what we'll be trying to flesh out in the days ahead and the weeks ahead. Now, what do the numbers really say? Where, do the, where does the money come from? Uh, how does it get divvied up? That's going to be the big job ahead for us as reporters to try to figure out, okay, beyond the speech, what are the numbers to say? Sure, absolutely. Did get a chance to talk with the governor yesterday on Thursday about something that may be in his State of the State speech. In fact, he promised uh, that initiatives to address high school graduation rates are going to be something that he's going to avail on Monday. We don't know what that's going to look like. Right. But one of the things that I focused on asking the governor about was the most recent high school graduation rates that we saw in Idaho. And this took the governor by surprise. It took members of legislative leadership by surprise. And so what are we talking about here? We're talking about there's a new calculation, right, on how Idaho and all the other states in D.C. calculate high school graduation rates. So what's going on? Why did this take everybody by surprise, Kevin? Well, I don't know why it took people by surprise, but let's take people back to the beginning of this story uh, for us last month, we broke this story about the graduation rates. And what you've basically seen is a decrease in Idaho's uh, high school graduation rate. We're now down to 77%, which ranks uh, towards the bottom in the nation. I think we're only above eight states. Why is that new? Well, for years, we've been told that the high school graduation rate was one of the bright spots in Idaho education. We, were, we had one of the highest graduation rates in the nation. Well, we did in terms of the way we were calculating high school graduation rates. I'll try to make it simple here. What we used to do was we looked at kids when they went into their senior year. How many of those incoming seniors actually graduated that year? Well, that's not how uh, states do it, and that's not how the federal government wants states to do it. What they want states to do is look at these uh, students from ninth grade on. You come into high school in ninth grade, do you come out four years later or earlier with a diploma. Well, where we're at right now is uh, we're quite a bit lower than we thought because now we're looking at the whole scope of this from ninth grade onward. So, yeah, new numbers and, and a new kind of paradigm here because now we're realizing that high school graduation is maybe more of a challenge than we thought it was. Um, I thought the governor's comments were interesting because when I did the story about a month ago, he, he didn't have a whole lot of detail uh, issued a statement, said, you know, this is why we need to you know, keep working on the task force recommendations. So a lot more candor from the governor on Thursday about, uh, I'm surprised and there will be some initiatives. Um, we were talking about it uh, earlier. The comments I thought that were really interesting yesterday and, and you, know, you know, agree with me or disagree with me, Brent Hill, the Senate, uh, Senate President Pro Tem, said, we were led for years to believe that we were doing fine in high school graduation. We're not full-time professional legislators. We don't look at education numbers and statistics on a daily basis. So we were led to think that we're okay here. Now it's a little bit more of a challenge. 
And that is very telling and, again, a very candid assessment from uh, a usually very candid legislator. Sure, and to put it in context, there were some grumblings, perhaps, about the methodology with the new report, but the thing that I noticed is all the states are being calculated the same way right now. So even if you have questions about the methodology, we're in the same boat with the Wyomings and the Utahs and the New Jerseys, where everybody is calculated the same way. And so what did that tell us? That Idaho ranked 41st in the nation. We were near the bottom with that 77% uh, graduation rate. But I want to change gears here just a little bit. Maybe some other news that wasn't great on the education front. Idaho got a big D-plus from Education Week recently. Uh, what was going on there, Kevin? What, what did Idaho get a D-plus in? Yeah, what a week for dismal grades here, huh? Um, the D-plus uh, came from Education Week. Every year they do a, a a, a survey of where states stack up in education. So uh, D-plus put us 48th in the nation among the states. The big driver, the big factor that uh, that pushed Idaho's grade downward is financing. Uh, we were ranked, uh, we got an F for finance. Uh, basically, uh, we're, we're near the bottom. We're 49th in the nation in finance. And that uh, gets to issues of equity, you know, how much do we spend in schools from one district to the next, and how much do we spend overall? You know, that grade can't be terribly surprising. I mean, it's been widely documented that uh, Idaho per pupil spending is well below the national average. Education Week obviously looked at those figures and used that as one of the metrics to determine finance. So, yeah, again, not really a surprising result, but the timeliness of it is is definitely noteworthy because here we are, you know, four days before the legislative session and a national magazine is saying Idaho's not doing very well, especially on the finance front. That's what I was going to ask, if there's any impact behind this. I think we've known for a long time, like you said, uh, public school financing is low in Idaho. We had some of the steepest and deepest cuts in response to the Great Recession. Uh, and so I guess that was what I was curious about, is whether this report changes anything. It's essentially combining several pieces of old information that we already knew. Uh, but like you said, the timing perhaps is, is significant or interesting. I don't know if it changes anything. What it might do more than anything is kind of cement thinking on the school budget as we go into the legislative session. You know, we heard it both when we were there at AP at the preview on Thursday. Scott Bedke saying that this budget is pretty much a foregone conclusion. You know, Scott Bedke is one of the smarter guys in the legislature. He's got his finger on the pulse. He's in charge of uh, a 57-member uh, House Republican caucus. He is not given to going out and making that kind of a broad and declarative statement going into a legislative session. So for him to say, I think this is a done deal, I think it's going to happen, uh, he's have, he will have done some homework before making a statement like that in front of reporters from across the state. So I... I think what a report like this does is it might uh, it might strengthen the resolve that some legislators have to okay we really do need to uh, to boost funding again in the manner that we did a year ago. I think that that was noteworthy when we talked with the speaker yesterday. He did say it was a foregone conclusion for education funding, but when people asked him about other subjects, the add the words hearing, transportation funding, tax cuts, he did not make those broad general commitments in those areas like he did for education funding and for teacher pay. And I think that that's telling, and perhaps maybe that's a little bit of work setting up an agenda uh, in the days 
before the session starts. But no, speaking, good, good point. And even on another education topic, Clark, pre-K, asked about pre-K and said, now, "Hold on here, I don't see any uh, any likelihood that we're going to want to add another funding commitment to our K twelve system. I don't see us signing on to uh, any kind of big uh, pre-K initiative this year." So. Uh, you know, there he was being very, very cautious. He kind of gave a nod to, well, if we do some pilot programs, that might be interesting, but uh, definitely not a lot of appetite expressed to uh, a big uh, pre-K initiative. No, they mentioned the pilot programs, but one thing he said, I specifically do not want to shoehorn a whole nother year of K-12 or pre-K to 12 Mm -hmm. education into our budget, especially in an era where kindergarten, all-day kindergarten attendance is not mandatory in this state. But I want to move ahead. We're going to be back next week on Friday, but things are going to get kind of crazy for us, you could say, over the next, uh, well, they said it's going to be a short 65-day legislative session, and I'll believe that when I see it, but uh, what's coming up next week? What are you going to focus on next week, and and, and what are we going to cover next week on Extra Credit? Well, obviously, uh, we're going to recap what we heard in this first week of the legislative session. We'll dive into some detail about uh, Otter's budget proposal, how it compares to Sharia Barra's budget proposal. That's been out for four months, so we know exactly where she wants to spend some money. We'll find out on Monday where the governor wants to spend money. We'll have a better sense of how legislators on both sides of the aisle are reacting to these various budgets and these various initiatives. We'll find out a little bit more. Well, what did the governor mean yesterday when he said uh, we should be trying to do something to address the grad rate? We should be trying to do something to take some of the pressure off of school districts that are passing supplemental levies. Again, the broad hints we heard on Thursday. We'll get details on Monday. And we'll be back next week to try to break it down and to, uh, to kind of see how it plays out. All right. I'm looking forward to it. It's a busy, hectic, crazy time during the legislative session. I always do enjoy it. It always is important. I'm glad that I'll be there with you again once this year. So I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to remind folks that we'll be back every Friday with a fresh episode of the Extra Credit Podcast. In the meantime, stay up to date on all the state's education issues by following our coverage daily at idahoednews.org. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook for all the latest news. Thanks so much for tuning into our first episode and we will see you next week. We will be back on Friday.